0: Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. This is Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. <laughs> goo Goo Gaga ga, Steve. <laughs> is this
1: Muppet Babies?
0: Goo goo gaga. <laughs> um No, Steve. It's cause of Baby Doll. We're doing the baby doll episode. Yay! It's Batman Baby Doll time, <laughs> Cool Boy Nation, and welcome <laughs> to another installment of Batman and Beyond the Cool Boy podcast. Are
1: you trying to sound cause it you at first were trying to sound like a baby, but then you just went back to your like I don't annoying care. voice. Yeah, my- yeah, my normal annoying voice. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. That was, that was a bit of normal voice. No, uh, whatever. I'm just going to leave it like that. I'm a- Goo Goo Gaga ga,
0: Ballard.
1: <laughs> and I am Goo Goo Gaga ga, Steve. Yeah! <laughs> so cool. Uh,
0: Tonight's episode is Baby doll. <laughs> Goo <laughs> Goo Gaga, directed by Dan Reba, and written by somebody called Paul Denny. Woo-hoo. The villain of this week's episode is Baby Doll Goo <laughs> Goo Gaga, and this episode came out October 1st, 1994. You Wikipedia don't... says, "Oh, I'm gonna interrupt that. Uh... No, oh, are now? You are now?
1: Not now? <laughs> all right, okay. I'll wait. You already I'll...
0: did." All right. All right. Oh, it's my you,
1: already...
0: <laughs> you already did. Okay. Wikipedia says, A washed-up actress named Mary Dahl has become bitter and insane after falling into obscurity and suffering from a disorder that prevents her body from growing to adulthood, thus biologically cursed with literal eternal youth. She kidnaps her TV family co-stars, who all led much happier lives and more successful careers than her. And holds them prisoner on the abandoned soundstage of her old show, while Robin works fast to free the actors from Baby Doll's explosive death trap. Batman pursues the tiny fiend through a deadly carnival funhouse. Goo Goo Gaga. Yeah. So, um, this is what the third what? showbiz
1: episode of that Batman has had.
0: Yes. Yeah, like the retro, like oh shitty years of like, of of like the world of television.
1: It's a common sort of thread that they go to. Is that like being an actor in television is going to twist you and maybe make you into a villain, and you're you know you're probably starting off as a broken person or something. It seems like a common like they yeah. had. The one with um, Grey the gray ghost, gray ghost, where it's just more like right. a down and out, sad sort of guy. Which
0: Bruce Tim was an actual character in that episode, even.
1: Mm-hmm. And then they also have, you know, Clayface was based off of yeah. his whole Matt Hagen. story. And now this one, baby doll. So yeah, I, you know, and they're all like similar sort of ideas of like that showbiz is is rough, <laughs> you know. Showbiz is tough and everything. It's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, and it'll always fuck you up. And if you dry out, you're done. And it's it's uh you know some for a, a you know this one I thought for a kids
1: show has some interesting themes of like having the the whole idea of this girl, this actress that you know never ages, mm-hmm. that she was really like 20 years old and could only get yeah. Uh, kid parts, and she tries to go serious, and isn't taken seriously. You know, it's a, it was, it, uh, all that stuff is like common problems that actors have. You know, being typecasted and all. You know, there's a kind of I guess the similar thing that Clayface had, uh, or not, or that Great Ghost had.
0: How many actors look like they're five forever? Well, that's though, like honestly. Gary
1: Coleman or whatever. You know, where it was like Webster, Webster, Webster too. Yeah, yeah, where the it was, Webster I think guy, those were yeah. kind of based on those sort of those things. Not that they look. Uh, but that they're like you know they have some sort of disease that makes them like super cute you know and that
0: yeah they're... but the disease that they gave like a uh, Mary doll baby doll in this is like not even like a real thing or if it's not well, it's, yeah. it is but it, it, it's not the thing that they say it is like the talk the, what like I, I looked it up what's it called I wrote it down my notes. it's called severe systemic hypoplasia right and it's like, if you really look that shit up, it's just like, okay, certain things grow weird on your body, but it's not like your whole body doesn't age properly after the age of 5. You know, That's this like a isn't totally different thing.
1: A realistic medical show. This isn't a realistic show to begin with. They're just like throw trying to throw in
0: a um... Well, but the problem is is that there's real life events that have taken place after this episode that have changed my opinion of this episode. So when I saw this as a kid, I actually loved it. I was like, this is drama, man. Like, this is sad. And, like, this is a great 20-minute story. Uh-huh. This is an example of taking a character and, and villain and, and an antagonist and telling their dramatic story, their horrible, severe story of, like, tragedy and pulling it all together into an, a 20-minute episode, into a 20-minute arc narrative. Like, that's, that's great. But now, watching it, having seen, like, Little People, Big World, knowing that the Munchkins didn't, like, you know, get treated so well on the set of Wizard of the Oz, Wizard of the Oz, Wizard of Oz, whatever the movie's called, um, uh, knowing that Kenny Baker was literally shat on by Anthony Daniels. Like, that's not literally. But, like, Anthony Daniels trying to kill Kenny Baker. Like, he tried to kill him. Like, like there's a point in Tunisia where... Uh, they're like breaking for lunch. Kenny Baker's locked in R two. Anthony Daniels apparently knew all of this and just decided to go what? off to lunch too. Letting Kenny Baker roast inside of the R two fucking unit. Wow. Like that's fucked up. Anyways. But so I don't see how after... that. So how does that change your perspective? Well, in two thousand nine, there was a movie that came out called Orphan. It's about a Russian uh, <laughs> woman <laughs> who's yes, an yes, adult. Yeah. So are oh, you right? Uh-huh. And she she plays, and she's an adult, but she looks like she's twelve. And she gets you know, uh, you know, okay. adopted okay. by these parents who need her. I still don't see how they need this a baby. affects your reading of of a show. Oh, I'll show. get there. Uh-huh. I'll get there, Steve. Okay, all right. So Orphan's this movie, right? And it's horrible. It's not a good movie, but it's a scary idea, But there was, like, a real-life event
1: that actually happened recently.
0: Well, after that, after Orphan was released in 2009, in 2010, there was a couple who fucking adopted what they thought was, like, a Uh six-year-old Ukrainian girl who turned out to not be six. She, like, was, Uh like, like 33 or some shit, (laughs) and she tried to kill him. She fucking literally tried to kill him. Hang on, let me see if I can find this article on her. Because it's insane what this girl did. This woman. Excuse me.
1: Well, it's still alleged. They don't, um... At least if it's the one that I'm talking about,
0: uh, that I... AOL.com. This is on AOL.com, so this is legit, Steve, I know, but
1: it's, like, still... I I was reading about this, too. It's still not, like,
0: certain The. 22, not 33, excuse me. 22, the wrong set of 11... But, um, but it's because they, they,
1: like, got them to, like, legally change her age to that. Because, but they still don't really know her age, this girl's
0: age. Right? Oh, my God, the bottom of the article. However, according to an arrest affidavit, a bone density test carried out on Natalia in June 2010 concluded she was approximately eight years old, just two years older than her supposed age when she was adopted. A skeletal exam carried out in 2012 at the same hospital, concluded she was about 11. The uh, the affidavit says her adoptive parents vehemently deny the claims. But here's what's interesting, right? They claim that she's a 33 year old woman. Oh, the case is drawn widespread comparison. Oh, the 33 year old woman is the movie Orphan. Yeah. So she's the Okay, she's the 22 year old woman is the real thing. But here's what's crazy. But they talk about when they when they got her, she was like like, drinking, like, coffee and shit and, like, having, like, periods all the time and had, like, a huge bushy vagina.
1: <laughs> I, like, uh, seriously, am I
0: joking? Uh, uh, like, I, they I actually talk about that
1: shit. There's, like, conflicting issues, though, I think, uh, if, if you read a few articles on this
0: thing. that uh, I'm reading it's... only the AOL.com <laughs> one, Steve. Here's what they say. The pair says they're concerned about Natalia began shortly after they adopted her. They told the Daily Mail they noticed the girl seemed to have an advanced vocabulary for a child that was supposedly six and that she had already exhibited signs of puberty including a menstrual cycle and full pubic hair. Full. (laughs) Full. Things took a turn for the worse when Natalia began exhibiting violent behavior primarily towards her adopted mother. Natalia allegedly told her new parents she wanted to stab the entire family to death in their sleep. And try to kill Christine Barnett, the mother, twice. Once by shoving her into an electric fence and again by pouring cleaning fluid, like pine saw, into her fucking coffee.
1: Scary stuff.
0: (laughs) Saying saying blatantly with no emotion, I'm trying to kill you and I want you dead. Wow. That would be the worst adoption ever. That's crazy. She was six But may have been 22 No one knows With a full pubic hair That's the weird part right Unless like Ukrainian women Like get pubes like way too young (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed What do you think Steve I think she's probably 22
1: I have no idea I I don't know like Obviously there's some Lying going on on all parties I think that's what I think
0: Well Steve just so we're clear yeah in AOL.com under the comment section, huh? actually wrote the parents seem to be truthful, just my opinion. <laughs> okay. So you never know. Thanks. I just wanted to make sure we were clear. like huh, uh, like put their two cents in there <laughs> in our episode especially. Good to know.
1: So yeah. I liked uh, what baby doll's uh, bodyguard Marianne or whatever. She's she's pretty badass. She takes on both Batman and Robin, and like does some pretty hardcore stuff.
0: Yeah, but um, where's Baby Dog getting this (laughs) bankroll to be able to have all these goons in the set and all this shit going on? The
1: set, well, you read earlier, was like the abandoned. TV set It's always abandoned But they gotta be <laughs> rent somewhere After they leave it They don't go back to it You know so But like I That's I, why Yeah
0: that's Alright and the picture is done <laughs> We're done with this TV show And no one ever Reused this location it, Ever again I mean, it's
1: probably What helps For all the construction And the whole industry They need
0: lots of workers Every time they Keep build. building more studios yeah, build a new
1: set Every oh, time
0: It's like Futurama Just build new New York yeah. On top of old New York exactly. yeah
1: Don't worry about it. But, uh, you know, I I did like when they were on the set, how they would do the, like, the set lighting, like,
0: and how she had a little
1: tape that had, like, the audience so so she could.
0: She has an entire control room of, like, 20 different people all, like, cued in with headsets, like, and go now for spotlight. I think it was Marianne. Like, she walks away and goes and, and
1: turns on the lights, I think.
0: She clicked but it like, on. She's hit the switch. Yeah,
1: I I like how uh you know it's a total it's it, it, this one really is like ha- they're having a lot of I thought he was having a lot of fun you know having the, they the backstory then like in the thing and having different spotlights and you
0: know it, it's real mm-hmm. silly. Yeah, they're having a lot of fun. I'm not really. I thought it was a fun a episode. Fun. I I this just seems like an incredibly insensitive episode of LPs, to be honest.
1: Well, they're not saying that she's um. A little person. She say that they're saying that she's uh, mentally.
0: Yes, she is. I guess. Gary Coleman was a little person. Webster was a little person. Uh, they may not have also aged, uh, but there were little people for sure. But, you know, I don't think it's like that, even that insensitive, I guess. Um, I'm friends with 30 or 40 different LPs. Are you? How many? And they all are offended by this episode because I actually had a screening. I was like, let's bring them all in. To watch Baby Doll because uh, Babe, get all my LP <laughs> friends, call them up. We're bringing them over for Baby Doll, and you know they all came over. And it's really easy to have a big treaty for LPs; they fit on a couch very easily. And then <laughs> I put on the episode, and then I heard all these gasps, and it? I start looking, and like 30 out of the 40. Were immediately like mouth agape, completely like they're like insane. Is it because they were uh, like happy to see the representation of themselves on screen? No, why they they, they first of all, most of them have great careers. Still. Oh yeah, um, and yeah, they're not, but like they're they're like they're like this is not my representation. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I didn't have a film career. I would never <laughs> attack my co stars. Ew, my legs don't look like that. Like it was really it was just, I, I felt bad. So <laughs> we all got drunk afterwards. And I took them all to their favorite place ever, Chuck E. Cheese, (laughs) and we all had a good time.
1: So you're trying to be insensitive, basically, in your... No,
0: they all like Chuck E. Cheese. It's not my fault. You're being insensitive. all right, all right. Well,
1: anyways, I thought this was a fun episode, and I did think this was, um, you know...
0: No, it's not a fun episode. When Batman fucking chases an LP and he can't catch him... I mean, give me a break. Well, no, wait, give me a break. I that that, that uh, whole ending is There's a few bullshit. times where he's
1: just holding her, like,
0: you know, hey, yeah. <laughs> far away. Dude, I, I, don't, I don't care how fast a little person thinks they are. <laughs> if you're taller, if you're a daikini, you have a bigger gate. And you, can, and you can easily march them down. It's so easy. I mean, back in the day when you would have little people, like, marches... And, like, all the Daikinis would come from Ever and just, like, chase them I, back in the woods. I don't know.
1: What are, what are Daikinis? I've never heard of that term.
0: Willow? Daikini child? <laughs> never heard that. What's Daikinis. That? That's what Mad Mardukian is. That's what we are. We're Daikinis. Nelwins ones are the little ones. Oh, We're daikinis. okay,
1: okay. From Willow? Peck. From Willow?
0: Peck, my peck, by peck. I
1: haven't watched yes. Willow in a long time. Is that on Disney Plus?
0: I don't know, but I own it, so it doesn't matter. You own everything. Is there is Is
1: there a director's cut?
0: No, there isn't. There should be. I would easily watch 30 more minutes of Willow. Easily. Oh, man. That was a fun movie. Yeah, it was. Warwick Davis was really young then, but, like, he was still kicking it. Like, really hardcore. <laughs> he was a really young kid when he was cast as uh, Wicked. He was. By the way, that's another time Kenny Baker got fucked. Kenny Baker was, like, sick, and he was like, going to be Wicked. What? And they were like, like, wow, we really we really need to shoot today. So all of a sudden, they're like, can this kid, like, be in the fucking costume of Wicked? And they're like, we can try. They put him in the costume. And fucking Warwick Davis sticks his tongue out the mouth hole. They're like, brilliant. Because <laughs> he has a long tongue. Kenny Baker comes to set the next day. He's like, oh, I'm done being sick. Sorry, guys. <coughs> I, I, I'm good now. I can do it. I'm like, oh, dude, we recast the rule. Sorry. It's totally interchangeable. We don't care about you. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, they're all inside masks and costumes, it's not like... It
0: was a big deal because he was gonna have, like, a speaking role finally, as opposed to just being trapped in an R2 unit <laughs> hey. forever. It was a big deal, he was like, oh, I'm actually gonna move.
1: I, uh, being, being an Ewok that no one could recognize.
0: Well, there were two more Ewok adventure <laughs> movies that fucking Warwick Davis starred in, that Kenny Baker would've starred in, maybe.
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I never really watched those. Did you
0: watch this? I love them. Battle for Endor is not as good as Caravan of Courage. Caravan of Courage is awesome. Are,
1: I th- have you watched them I heard they were terrible.
0: Oh, I've watched them every year. Battle for Endor <laughs> is them? a complete ripoff of E.T. in the last, like, 20 minutes. But um, Caravan of Courage is fantastic. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, and the blurgs that are in The Mandalorian they're from the Ewok Adventure films, yeah. They ah. actually connected those to the uh, uh, fr- to end of that. That's cool. I like it. Alright, well, back to uh Batman. Yeah, we get this great fight scene, and I really don't give a shit.
1: <laughs> I was impressed. It- I one. thought
0: Marianne was pretty good. Even Robin says he's impressed. But, like, it's like, yeah, of course she's good, because she's a fucking bodyguard. No! I be mean, not everybody job.
1: takes out both Batman and Robin.
0: Yeah, no, she's awesome. She is, but they fucking throw her through a wall and knock her the fuck out. Well, I mean,
1: Batman always kind of figures out a-, a quick and easy way to...
0: I like his move win. for her was let's just throw her through a wall. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, when he had that'll to, that'll do it. Yeah, he figures that way. It's it's kind of like but... that Indiana Jones style when when the guy comes with the knife and yes. he's gonna kill him with the knife, and he just gets the gun and shoots him. You know, it's just uh... the
0: sword. He yeah, has a sword. It was like scimitars or whatever. Whatever it is. I like in Temple of Doom when he gets like two dudes on each end of him with like swords. And he goes with the gun. There's nothing there, but it's a callback. Uh-huh. The weird thing is, is Temple of Doom takes place in what 35, thirty four. And Raiders takes place in thirty six. Well, it's a
1: callback for the audience, so
0: it, it's callback for the audience, but it's like one of those things where like
1: it's not a callback. Really for work. In him, he's just trying to go for his weapon, and he's just like, "Oh, I don't have it." But it's like for us, we're like, "Ah, oh, dang, he's not gonna."
0: uh oh. I like to watch him in in actual like you know proper like chronological order. Uh. Uh-huh. So for me, I'm always like, "What's going on to that scene?" Like, I, I purposely forget Raiders. I'm like, "What's going on?" But it- what did you know that far? <laughs> and then when we get to Raiders, I'm always like, "I oh, should have last time." <laughs> <laughs>
1: like that's how I
0: I watched so it. So you purposely it, it like try out.
1: to be upset by it? it
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I tweet about it too, and I get all cranky, and I'm like, "Oh, i not-
1: What's all this? I didn't know it you were. It doesn't, doesn't make theater. any sense.
0: What's your what's this what's your fucking movie? Is garbage. Yeah, I don't want to be on Twitter. It's
1: stupid. Me either. I'm not on it. But if
0: you were, I'd Good. follow you. Oh, uh, really? Because I wouldn't say anything. I would get. I would say one offensive thing, and people would be upset, and they'd be like, "It's a joke," and everyone's like, "No, no one says jokes. Nobody says jokes anymore." <laughs> I like how um,
1: you know that in the, when they get when they get to the carnival it's like that's the beginning of that like kind of that psychological issue that she's she's not a child anymore and so like when she get you know he, he can't find her in the crowd but instantly all the children go running towards him and she's you know running away yeah. and not interested and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff
0: yeah that i think that was the part where most of the gasps and sighs were happening in my screening and <laughs> they're like oh we're just children all right and i was like no no they're not trying to say that and they're like, they're like, yeah, it seems like it. Like, what is this shit? And don't even get me started on the mirror part, because, like, when they got to the mirror part, and they show her, like, you know, grown up. viewing herself as tall <laughs> as a daikini, and it was just like, everyone was there, like, oh, I don't think that. I don't like that. And I was just like, I know. This is really insensitive. Sorry, I really should screen this <laughs> by myself first before I brought all of you in there. But it was, it was fine. They all get drunk on one bottle of wine really easy. Just tiny class. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually like, though, the mirror part. I thought the reflection thing and how she shoots it and then she hugs Batman was just garbage, actually. It didn't make any fucking sense. Did everyone just fucking forget what happened? Like, why would Batman pet her head? Wait, but she's she, like just caused well, all this traffic. she's like a cute
1: little kid. It's funny. He she was going
0: to kill, like, four or five <laughs> people. like, they're just like, it's okay, baby, doll. I think she's
1: going to jail or to insane asylum, but she's...
0: He shouldn't pet her. He should beat her up and and fucking throw some handcuffs on her. Uh, I don't get it. It didn't make any fucking sense. And then she's just like, I didn't mean to. It's like, yes, you did. Well,
1: that's her signature line, so it was just another... It was like a callback.
0: I think she was just trying to, like, start up her, like, you know, her criminal uh... case to say that she was, you know fucked up psychologically I, I you know, how may that, have been temporarily like, uh, insane it was
1: that really sort of like um, tragic I don't know that 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 I didn't mean to having that be the last line because that was her her gimmick that she would say in the TV show and so that was that was like you know she was kind of uh, if did I do that or whatever those stupid you know 80s
0: lines were but then Simpsons that was Simpsons right what was the what was the the goober one or not goober Gabo. i'm a bad little boy mm, or something yeah, like that yeah. right so you know now she's using it
1: in real life mm-hmm. in, the, in as she's broken i don't know
0: i yeah. thought it was, it, it, was a,
1: it was to me for a kid show again this was this was a well done episode i'd give this one five out of five
0: wow really yeah I give it two out of five, boys. I I, I think I might be influenced by the screening um, that The I fake had. screening um, that you had. The fake. real screening. Fake. Steve, these are real people. Stop that. Just because they're little people does not make them fake. Bullshit. Little people are not fake. They're real. They're real, Steve. You said you have, you have 40. 30 to 40.
1: 30 to 40 little people. Yeah. You don't even have room. It's, to
0: it's hard to count 30 to 40 <laughs> little people, to be honest, dude. They're all running around, and, you know, they get mixed up real quick. You got to keep them, you know, fed, because if they get hungry, ooh, they, <laughs> they get angry. Yeah, I hear I hear that. <laughs> you heard that? You've heard that, too? I've heard it. I've experienced it. But like I said, Chuck E. Cheese, they love it. Now, why? Why, Chuck e? no. Well, it's the same reason Nudge does, because Chuck E. Cheese has a wonderful internet service where you can check out thefeedspot.com <laughs> theblog.feedspot.com slash batman underscore podcast. It's a list that Anuj, a great fan of Chuck E. Cheese 2, put together on the internet for all of us to watch or listen to. And you should check it out. Because Inej is almost dead. Dead tired from people not going to his site. I don't know. People probably are trafficking there, maybe. I don't know. He doesn't talk anymore to us. I, it's been sad. I don't know what's going on with him anymore. We anu- – Anuj! Anuj, reach out to us if you like what we're doing.
1: <laughs> About the author, Anuj Argawa. Feedspot has a team of over 25 experts whose goal is to rank blogs,
0: podcasts, and YouTube channels in several niche categories. Wow. We should be called Anuj and (coughs) Beyond from now on. (laughs) Anuj Argoa. Well, tune in next week, (laughs) Cool Boy Nation. Same Anuj channel, same Anuj time. Anuj Argoa. Cool Boy Bat Nation, be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of baby doll or what you're favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at BatmanAndBeyond CoolBoys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boys Central content with the Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys. Also, review us on iTunes. You can donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Bat Nation. Until next time, it's Bizzy's from Ballard. And Bizzy's from Steven.
1: So cool.
0: Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah.